Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. From KQED. A pilot for the California Highway Patrol was flying over Napa County back in October. He saw a glimmer of light in the hills, so he checked it out. This was when he first saw the fire near Atlas Peak Road in Napa. There's one way in, one way out. This is KQED's Suki Lewis. She told me this story. The winds were picking up, and they were about to get worse. And he knew. This is going to be a life-saving situation, not a firefighting situation. The pilot makes a call to Cal Fire right before 10 p.m. Dispatchers were getting flooded with calls from people reporting fires that would scorch hundreds of thousands of acres in Northern California. KQED has been investigating what happened in the first eight hours the night of the fires and where the emergency response system fell short. A team of reporters found significant delays in when emergency alerts went out to people in the path of the fires. Today, we'll tell you what they've learned. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. So let's go back to October 8th. What time did 911 calls first start coming into dispatch? So 911 calls about damage caused by the heavy winds that were blowing that day start coming in around 4 o'clock. And that's reporting trees down across the road, you know, stuff's getting blown around. And those calls just keep building and building as the night wears on. I am going to try and send someone up there to clear that tree, but I can't guarantee that right now they're all trying to put these fires out, okay? What were people telling dispatchers? They were reporting transformers blowing. Um, possible transformer blew in the area. People were reporting seeing a flash, a blue light, and then a fire starting. Electrical lines down that were sparking. So calls about fires and electrical problems start ramping up in the early evening. Give us a time lapse of the emergency response. They're starting to get this deluge of these same calls, and they're like, okay, send a fire resource to this, send, you know, police to this, send this to this. And so already the resources going out are being spread far and wide and thin by very early in the evening. And that's actually what creates the problem in response. The first sighting of the Atlas Peak Fire was just before 10 p.m. And then the shit hits the fan, basically, (laughs) if I can say that on a podcast. (laughs) You can say that. Um, And they literally say that as well. Like on the the dispatchers talking to her, they're they're like, it's hitting the fan. It's hitting the fan. It's hitting the fan. Firefighters on the ground kind of begin responding to this in Napa County. Um, It 
spreads very rapidly. This is an area that's seen fire before. And, you know, it's these steep slopes with dense vegetation and um, homes are kind of beautifully speckled in amongst this, like, very flammable vegetation. We, we talked to the Napa fire chief there. He said, like, he could immediately tell how bad it was. And immediately he's like, 50 engines, you know, send me 50 engines, send me 50 engines. And he thinks, like, this is a really bad fire. I'm going to get what I'm asking for. So they're requesting resources from fire departments from all over. But some of the places where they're requesting from, like Sonoma County, are going through their own thing. Shortly thereafter, the Tubbs fire begins to get out of control, which is also in Napa County, right near Calistoga and right near this border between Napa and Sonoma County. And the border is important because in terms of response, um, both counties end up needing to respond and needing to evacuate people. And then the Tubbs fire creeps into Sonoma County and, and it's full-blown in Sonoma County at, at a certain point. By 10.30, we hear, we have dispatch tape saying, let the city of Santa Rosa know this is coming to the city of Santa Rosa. You know, that again is a, that's miles, you know, like it's very uncommon for a flame front and a fire to move that quickly. But because of the wind conditions, you know, I talked to a Cal Fire chief who was describing it as moving a football field a minute. The winds here are very high, and I don't know how far it's blowing okay. it. Um, what is the telephone number that you're calling from? By now, these massive fires have moved into or near residential areas. Fire crews are battling all of these fires around the region. What time does Cal Fire make the decision to start evacuating people? So we know from 911 calls that they made recommendations to evacuate the area kind of, of of people most in danger, which is near the Petrified Forest. And they made this recommendation both to Napa County and to Sonoma County um, beginning around 10.30 p.m. and asking for law enforcement to call people on their landlines in their homes and tell them to get out. Is that a reverse 911 call? Yes, the county buys this service, basically, and it allows them to call landlines, but only landlines. And that first one that they send out, again, this was asked for at beginning around 1030 in Napa and Sonoma counties. In Sonoma County, that was not sent until 1135. Can you walk me through how the recommendation was made to evacuate people that night? So first responders on the ground are seeing the fire approaching, kind of moving toward populated areas and homes. They call in and they say, "Okay, it's time to get people out. This, you know, this needs to be an evacuation zone. That goes to the dispatcher. The dispatcher then elevates that to the sheriff, to emergency officials, people who are authorized to order people out of their homes. And then those alerts get sent out. Why can't Cal Fire be the ones to make the call on the ground that they need these evacuations or they, they need these emergency responses to go out, and then it goes out immediately. 
telling someone to evacuate, to leave their home is a really big responsibility. You're then, you know, you you have to set up evacuation routes. You sometimes have to do road closures. There are many things that need to be taken into account. And the way it's set up with California law and also protocol is that law enforcement are the only people who have the authority to tell people to get out of their homes. CAL FIRE made the recommendation to alert people via their landlines around 10.30. That alert was not sent until 11.35. This hour delay, to me, shows that there's a real problem with this protocol in terms of timeliness. Based on what you know about the failures of communication, do you think that lives would have been saved had they done this differently? There's no way to know also if people had that information, what choices they would have made. They could have people do dumb things and they could have that could have resulted in more deaths. But I think the lesson is that people want to know what's happening and we need a better way to let people know what's happening and to give them that information so that they can make choices. Because I think many people feel that they were robbed of their their choice and their ability to evacuate with their pets, you know, with things that they love and cherish because that time was taken away from them. Fire medical dispatch. Yes, we are trapped and we are running. I, I, I am going to try and send someone up there to clear that tree, but I can't guarantee that right now they're all trying to put these fires out, okay? It's the house just to the west of mine. It's on fire. It's right in our backyard, and there's no fucking fire engines here. Since KQED began investigating the response to the fires, the Federal Communications Commission approved a rule change and requires cell phone companies to target emergency alerts to more specific locations. Also, the California Office of Emergency Services recently released a report on Sonoma County's response to the fires. Cal OES criticized the county, saying its procedures for issuing emergency alerts were, quote, uncoordinated and included gaps. Thank you so much to KQED's Suki Lewis, Marisa Lagos, and Lisa Pickoff-White. All three contributed to this story. They spent months sifting through 911 calls, getting access to all sorts of public documents, and interviewing a ton of people. They partnered on an investigation with Reveal from the Center for Investigative Reporting, and you're going to want to hear the entire story. You can go listen to this week's episode of the Reveal podcast starting Saturday. All of their work will also be featured in a KQED fire special on the California Report magazine. And you can catch that on the radio this afternoon, or you can always get the podcast. The Bay is produced by Erica Aguilar and Vinnie Tong. The senior editorial team is Julia McAvoy, Holly Kernan, and Ethan Lindsay. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay. I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.